welcome to the Level Heads Podcast, where we are blessed with Matt from Manetti Builders uh, from the East Coast, the Jersey Shore. Uh, Top tier family owned business for 60 years, 80 years. No, didn't they just have 100? Was it 100? 100? Like a long time family business yeah. from the East Coast. And uh, Rob Robert is the owner of the of the Minetti Builders, and he is a uh, fellow Builder 20 group member, uh, someone who I like very much and we all love very much. And uh, we had his uh, number one on the podcast, and he. Matt Kraskowski. Matt Kraskowski talks to us about building for Minetti on the East Coast. I'm going to leave it at that. Check it out. And as always, a special shout out to Anderson Windows, the sponsor of the Level Heads podcast. All three of us hosts, myself, Jamie, and Zane, we are all Anderson customers. So this is not lip service. We use all their products. I particularly use the E-Series. Uh, I'm in love with them. We use all the big doors, uh, multi, multi-glides. Um, they're a great product. So if you are a builder, check out Anderson with an E Windows. The main man of Robert Minetti, um, who's the owner of Minetti Custom Homes, a multi-generation, multi-generational home builder, and uh, we're excited to have him on. So, Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I've been in this business since 1992. I started as a apprentice in a um, like a journeyman program, and I started off in a union. Um, obviously to get my journeyman certificate. And once I kind of aged out, you go through a four year process, you know, they kind of go to the apprentices and they kind of let the journeyman's go, obviously for money reasons. Um, got into residential construction earlier on with my uncle. Um, I worked for him for like eight years doing basic renovations and I really picked up trim. So I started with some finished work and kitchens, bathrooms, basements, the whole nine. Um, from there I went to, uh, I did that. My uncle moved to Venice, Florida, which is West coast, Florida, uh, kind of left me, uh, in New Jersey to figure it out per se. <laughs> so, um, I had an opportunity to get in the granite business. So uh, I took that opportunity and I started off as an installer. I installed granite for, um, eight, nine years and went from an installer to a service tech to, um, I was the installation manager. I had probably around 25 guys under me. So that explains, and I ran a granite business. That explains yeah. all the muscles. You're a granite installer. <laughs> no. That's a hard job. No. This starts right now with ball busting. <laughs> but um, I, I, I did that. And then um, they, they closed the place down because what they tried to do is, you know, kind of, we, we went globally. So they were going, they were shipping granite from Jersey over to Arizona. It got to be where it just, it just didn't work out. Um, so I moved on from there and I, I got a job with one of our vendors um, doing modulars. And I was, you know, I'm going to say happy. I was doing my job and I got a call one day from a guy named Robert Minetti. <laughs> and I was at my kid's bus stop. I'll never forget the day. And uh, he called me up and he says, uh, can I speak with Matt? And yeah, this is Matt. He says, uh, Robert Minetti. So, who's Robert Minetti? <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. It's like and, just uh, of the blue. Well, there's a backstory. So at that yeah. time, I was putting an addition on my house, and um, one of my close friends is a Woodhaven rep, who Woodhaven supplied a lot of our stuff. You know, all of our lumber, windows, and um, he was measuring my windows in my house, and he's just like, you know, you know, I know a guy looking for, you know, a good carpenter. I'm like. Okay. You know, I mean, I've heard that a hundred times. It just went over my head and I went to work the next day, you know, and Robert called me and, you know, he asked me if I was interested and I said, I really wasn't looking to leave, but you know, here I am. And, uh, he says, uh, you know, what do you make? You know? So I hey, so kind of was at that. Let me interrupt. So for, for clarification, I think Rob, Rob was Robert Manetti was our first podcast, right? Uh, not our Mike. first, but like I think he was yes. our second. So he's the close second, yeah. second. second. So yeah, go back to episode two. And uh, Robert, who's a Builder Twenty member of ours, who is legit G. <laughs> so, he is a G. 
He's a G and uh, and uh, family owned business for a long, long time on the East Coast. And um, just for clever, just for, uh, you know, so you can get a little here. backstory, just, a little history, yeah. Yeah, a little backstory. Yeah, exactly. Robert is not shy. He's got some amazing stories, too. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was. He's a man of uh, a lot of wisdom. That's all okay, I can yeah. tell you. I just, I just want to put a little context out there for the, the, the new listeners, right? Right. All right. So, so Robert Got calls it. you up and he's like, "What's up, man?" <laughs> yep. He's hey, like, how, um, how, you know, heard how'd that convo. How that convo go? So he's like, you know, I, yeah, I heard you looking for a job. I was like, uh, not really. You know, I didn't know what even to say. Yeah, you know, at that at that time, and um, you know, and then we kind of he's like, well, let me start over, and we started to talk, and he explained who he was, and he knew Bill Passarelli, and um, you know. I said, let me think about it. He says, let me, I'll tell you what, I'll go back and I'll, I'll call you tomorrow. Because what I did is I told him, I said, listen, man, before we go any further, you know, my family's a hundred percent to me. You know, I said, I'm at my kid's bus stop right now. It was four o'clock, you know, so my, my company let me go at four o'clock. I took my kids to the bus. I picked them up. It's super important to me still to this day. Number one on my list. So he calls me back the next day and uh, he's like, listen, he's like, although it's against, you know, the, the way I run my company, um, I'd, I'd like to give it a shot. I'd like your in, interview. Okay. Well, I got to tell you, you talk about, I've never seen anything in my life when I pulled up to a framed house like I saw that day. So I pull up to the interview and uh, I'm talking, you could have licked your fingers and put them on the floor in every cavity in that house. It was perfect. So totally intimidated. Never seen anything like this in my life before. The, the Manetti way. The Manetti way. The yeah. Manetti way. So I interviewed with him. We went and we, and you know, it was really weird because, you know, we're talking and five minutes into conversation, he's asking me what I eat, what I do, <laughs> what I like to do. You know, I'm into fitness. And, you know, in my back of my head, I'm thinking like, this guy's really not asking me like, you know, how many windows can you trim? You know, because I got, I was, in my opinion, I was getting hired to be a trimmer, you know? Yeah. So the last thing we left off on was like, I got this trim package and, um, can you trim this house if I left you alone? I said, yeah, I could do that. All right, so man. long story short, he, he hired go. me, he ships me off to this house. And uh, again, now this house is, you know, it's rocked and it's ready for me and I got a show, it's showtime, you know? So and how many now, years, how many years ago yeah, was this? So I'm going on 10 now. Okay. So I'm 10 years with him. Yes, and uh, yes, so sir. now I've never seen it like this before. This guy builds a rack in the middle of the house and he's, we're turning the heat up and we're drying. Everything is perfect. The crown, the, the fillet molding, the one by six, every individual piece is stacked up beautifully and we're baking it and we're checking it with moisture meters. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Never seen any of this in my life, right? Like we're cooking the trim, right? Like I'm yeah. cooking trim. And that's when I learned how important, you know, his value of a job has taught me that, you know, from the details from the beginning, reflect how the end result's gonna look. And at that point is I learned how our houses really don't move. You know, we're not getting the expansion and contraction. I learned early, you know, so, Fast forward, it took me, I think I started in March and I worked until October. I trimmed the whole house with another one of his guys and I showed my way. So now he gets this next job and he says, you're going to be a project manager. I said, not interested. I like to worry about it. He goes, he says, well, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you and I'm going to teach you. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, Robert, Robert, I'm, I'm going to teach you. I'm, I'm not asking you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to teach you. Yeah. So, I, yeah. you know, I come home to my wife and I was like, well, I'm going to be entering a whole nother realm of something I've, I've never done before. New pressure. So yeah. a lot of pressure. Yep. So he, he brings me to this job and he sits me down and he's, you know, like when I was in carpentry school, I read blueprints. So I understand blueprints. The structural stuff in this house that he showed me, which is a showpiece of ours right now, uh, it made Design New Jersey uh, back in 2015. Uh, we have like a centerfold of it. Um, long story short, I mean, we did a, a nanowall system where there was steel and the entire front of the house around the corner completely goes away. Wow. Right. So now you take a guy who's been trimming houses. Now I run the job. 
that's me. I run the job. Out of the comfort so, zone. Yep. Completely out of the comfort zone. And I got to tell you, it was probably the hardest, best thing I'd done in my life because it yeah. taught me anything's possible. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, at, at that point, that's when I knew that I'm a builder now. I'm not a carpenter. Yes, you know, sir. he's made me it's a hell into of a, a project position. to cut your teeth on. Hell yeah. Right. And, 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 and you are a builder. A build, it's a, there, there's a difference between builder yes. and carpenter. It's a big yes, difference. 100%. Yep. yep. And um, from there, it just turned into, you know, we went from project to project, um, managing projects. And if you'd like me to keep going, I, mean, I can keep, I could tell you where it brings me to where I am today. No, um, we'll, we'll keep going. But that first, that first project, <laughs> when he threw you to the wolves, so, basically, like how often... Would you check in with him, or did he come by daily? Was he keeping he an eye would, on you, or, or did he give you some leash? Or so, how does that? So he, you know, if you guys know Robert, he's a very hands-on guy. Regardless of of his situations, he makes it his business to get there and and, and bleed on something. You know, he's got a bandaid on something because he's in there in the trenches doing what what he wants me to do. So this job um, we had from floor to ceiling, three floors of reclaimed wood um, that had to be put up his way. A hundred percent. So, so you're talking, this wood is old. Um, I didn't have the vision again. Uh, you know, this is all that's new okay. stuff for me. Yep. That's so he comes and he says, I need you to be ready for me. You need the chop saw, the table saw the nail guns, you know, this, and he's always still to this day. And you can ask him when you see him is he's a hand nail guy. He doesn't care about pneumatic, anything. Robert likes to bang nails. Robert likes to wear an apron. (laughs) So, so when he asks you to have like the chop saw and everything set up for him, like he wants to come in and like, he wants to chop wood and do product and do mock-ups and do all that. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. So what we did is we kind of, you know, (laughs) we organized all the lumber, you know, I think it's great. I mean, and, and the other thing is, is that, you know, obviously he's meticulous. So not only do I know my boss is coming to the job, he's going to teach me regardless of how good I think I am. And not only is he going to teach me, he needs to have everything out of his path because he needs to show me he doesn't want any distractions. The radio has to be set at the perfect temperature. hundred percent. So it can't be too high. It can't be too low. You can't have guys in the background making noise. It's got to be a very oh, – the environment has to be very controlled. So still to this day, when Robert comes on site, everybody, every trade, every subcontractor knows to turn the radio down. We all get prepared. We set the table up. We open the prints. We know that if he's <laughs> going to look at something, he's on site, and he's getting what he wants. <laughs> I love you, sir. Sir. <laughs> And, and, and let me that tell you, be. I mean, should be. he's up on a ladder. I mean, I have yeah. pictures Hell of him yeah. on, on the catwalk in between the second and third floor on his knees with a belt on. You know, he's there. He, he's involved. Um, age he's is OG. a number for he's him. O, he's OG. The first time I met Rob was in so my first Builder 20 meeting, right? <laughs> I forget what, what state it was in. But we were in the elevator, and we just randomly got on together. And he looked up at me. He's like, "Hey, so you're, uh, so you're the guy that runs a bunch of guys, and like, you like wear your bags, and you like you frame shit, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dude!" I was like, "Who did I get in the elevator with you?" <laughs> you didn't know if that That's was good great. or bad. That's him. <laughs> oh, dude, no clue. Anyway, fast forward, I was like, "Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing with Rob." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, well, it's uh, I've always talked about a G, and I don't know if I'm right or not, but I've always said the best builders are always carpenters, and they always have been in yes. my experience. So if you've had the, if you got that carpentry background, you're already a leg up. Uh, yep, I believe you have to have some experience, like for for sure, because I don't know how you deal with it on the day to day, not knowing what's going on. But there's a lot of successful people across the country that I truly believe are not carpenters. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can be a successful business person and run a successful building business. But just because you have a successful building business does not mean you are building a prime 
product, a prime house. Yeah. And I know there's people like True. that. I'm not, not going to say who they are. No, or where they are, for but. sure. No, no, I lack, I'm, I'm terrible at business. And there's, there's. My business end is failing. <laughs> there's people right? out there that'll build a phenomenal house, high quality house, but they can't even write an invoice or open a computer or barely run a business. Right. There's two different right. things. It, it is. They're two different businesses. And that's why there's it's a lot funny of you guys say that. who don't self-reform. But I'm yep. back to you guys. I'm in that instruction like you guys self-reform, right? Yeah, because it, because in, in where we are, it's very competitive, obviously, where you guys are too. Um, and, you know, we kind of build in a specific area and there's, you know, just a handful of guys that can perform our caliber of work. You know, there's, a, there's builders everywhere. There's carpenters everywhere. There's home rental people. Um, but our, like when you drive an Arminetti truck, like you're driving in an elite vehicle, you know, you're, you know, when Minetti's on a job that, you know, these are the right people on a job and somebody, you know, got them through a contact and didn't get them out of a phone book. And tell, right, I got a tell our listeners I got a- what area you, you guys build in. I, I don't think we mentioned yeah. that. So we build, um, our, our base is in, uh, Brielle. And we build all across the Jersey Shore. So say from like Brielle um, all the way through like um, Point Pleasant, Normandy Beach, Lavalette, um, Ocean, um, straight down into Seaside Park. Uh, and Seaside Park, I could tell you, is our – I'm going to say we own Seaside Park. I have to say <laughs> That is Robert's – Robert built his first house there. Um, you know, the Palmasanos who I was fortunate enough to, uh, do a lot of service work for them. Um, that was his first build. And I got to see the, the original Minetti as he entered his, uh, his, his, his company to what he is now. And, and I gotta tell you, like, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. It's amazing where he's came, what he's, you know, what he's come from to what he is right now. So I got a question. What gets, uh, not to call it a number two or whatever. You got, you got the boss, right? You got the boss man there. Yep. It's Robert, right? Now, to be honest, I would follow Robert in the fucking battle for sure. <laughs> right? Me too. But, okay, so, okay, so what makes a good leader? Like, for the younger guys that are listening to this, or maybe the other contractors, what makes... Robert, Robert, like what, what makes you want to follow him into battle and trust him and, and work with him and, and support him? And why do you respect him? Yep. Um, one word, in my opinion, fearless. He's not afraid of a challenge. Um, we, we just finished up a guest house for a, a, a client that was very intense. Uh, something we've never, you know, we've never gotten involved in something this extravagant. I mean, yeah. you guys probably yep. saw it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Robert is just fearless and what he has taught me is to just not be afraid and to take it on. So I feel like if I stop myself from learning, then I'm restricting myself. So now I'm I'm part of, you know, helping Robert get into estimating. I, you know, I assist with all the daily routines. You know, Robert comes to me and says, where are the guys today? That's important to me. You know, perfect example. Robert's on vacation right now. And yesterday he calls me, he says, do you need me? I said, nope. I said, you gave me the wings to fly. I got it. You know, awesome. and he just, he, he laughed and, you know, <laughs> but he knows that if I can make a decision, I will. Um, if I can collectively make a decision with the guys in the field, then we have stellar guys right now. We have guys that are learning. We have great project managers um, and collectively, we have the answer. And if I can't get the answer, I'll get the answer. And I will make sure that when Robert gets back from vacation, his plate's empty because I'm going to be eating off it the whole time. So, so Robert, so you found a position. So Robert's put you in position yes. yep. to excel. Yep. Out, right. Yep. Like you guys are so, empowered to move forward. What was it like trying to, did you always have the confidence to, to fill in that role or was it, um, was it his? I didn't tell us. Yeah, I really didn't. Um, so I, I think the only thing that's kept my drive, um, is my family value, which Robert has family value. So we had something in common. 100%. So our, our 
relationship is uh, a little deeper than work. You know, he knows me, he knows how, how into my food, into my fitness and into my career I am. So he's helped me grow. So, so I got a question. So how much, how important is it for the owner, boss man, number one, and number number one and number two below him, like how important is that relationship to be more than just work, right? Like, is there is there is so there, I think is it, love and respect there? Is there like I believe in you, sir, or is there like hey, you know, I see growth and I can see my I have a position in this company where where I can help or maybe take over or something like that. Like you don't all that. Oh, don't get too deep into that. Movie. Is that that's a great question, and um, it's funny is because the guys in the field all know that I'm right, Robert's right hand man. So right. we talk beyond work. Um, he knows every single thing about my family, and I feel that I know a good portion of his. Um, I feel that uh, our trust goes beyond work, so um, that helps in in our business because if. This guy has literally, I have full control of everything I need to do with him and Eddie Holmes. Mm-hmm. I literally wear the brand as proud, and I hate to say this, Robert, if you're listening, prouder than Robert Minetti. That's who I am. Which is rad. That's but, where, but, but, what I but, do every day. But he loves you. Like, he gives you that control, yes. and he gives you that trust, yes. right? It's, it's a two-way yep. street for sure. There's no way a young, capable man loves some entity yeah. and then doesn't receive it, right? Like there's a there's a two well, way street to that. He made me work for it though. I can tell you that because we have both. Which is fair. Heads. I think that's I think that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Right. You should. We right. have definitely. Uh, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, in ten years when I was younger, um, you know, you obviously let your frustrations out of the bag, and mm-hmm. you, don't, you, you, I'm not. I wasn't as controlled as I am right now. You know. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a little more reserved when mm-hmm. a problem happens. You know, Robert always treats it as triage. You know, if you have five problems, who's bleeding out the most? You That's, know, we're like five five years ago. Everybody's bleeding. What do I do? We should circle back to that statement because that's how I operate daily. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, sir. <laughs> but, yep. Yeah, but um, yeah, the you know, and, and I think it's important for him too because I feel like you always have to have that guy, especially if you're going to not be involved 100% in daily activities. And he's not, you know, he's most of the time, he's a phone call away. He's down in his office. He's doing something. So it should be. But yep. so it should be. To me, that's a huge tip of the hat to you or a nod. 100%. Because I'm, I'm kind, I'm kind of like how Robert maybe was 10, 15 years ago. I cannot let any control go. And that's probably yeah. my yeah. biggest problem. And for me to have someone that I would trust and yep. say, here, you can handle stuff while I'm in the it's, office it's, or not here or yeah. on vacation. Nah, I can't. Especially I can't. a guy like Rob. Like if, if, if yeah. a guy like Rob, like let me run with it, I would be, I would feel blessed. I'd be like, Carl, dude, like a, yep. like a OG, like respects me enough to let me handle this. So, so hats off to you, sir. Appreciate that, that. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's Rob, man. <laughs> he's he's Robert Minetti. And, 100%. You know, and, 100%. But I feel there's... It's there's... weird because it's like... Go ahead. I feel like people part waters when he shows up. You know, he's got that presence about him. It's, 100%. You know, it's like, the boss is here. You know, you're going to give this guy respect. You know, I mean, be. he's not afraid to teach be. the younger guys. You know, we have, you know two apprentices right now that are um, just sponges and um, Robert wants to treat, you know, treat them fair, but he also wants them to learn the correct way. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, it's very important for him, you know, to get the proper training through him. You know, a yeah. lot of, a lot of the times if we're going to do a, you know, something in the field, he's like, I, what day are you doing that? What time are you doing that? Let me check my schedule. I could be there at 10. Can you hold off till 10? Yeah, we can hold off till 10 and he'll show up and he'll, he's there. Oh, yeah, gee. he's there. Oh, gee, love it, love it. All right, so never mind all that. How you holding up? How you holding up running all this work? Um, so last January was my introduction into being in the office. Um, you know, originally we spoke and it was going to be like three days a week, and I was like, that's cool. You know, go in the field two days a week and 
three days a week in the office. And, you know, as I got in the office, I just kept on taking on more. You know, he would ask me to something to do something and I don't like to say no to him. You know, so even though I had 10 things on my plate, I didn't want to say, I don't know if I'll get to that. I just tried to get to it and I got mm-hmm. to it. And then he'd give me more. And then I would just mm-hmm. try to get to the next level and then I'd get more. And now I just, you know, between I do a little social media, I do constant contact. I'm in the field with the guys, I'm ordering materials. And I think the turning point for Robert was over a year ago, Robert really wasn't comfortable with um, us talking to homeowners. So Robert would like to do all the homeowner interaction, which totally we understood. Yeah. So, but the problem is now you're in a homeowner's position. So you're on a job and if homeowner comes to me and says, Hey, can we not do that crown there? I'd like to do some kind of other detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't make the decision. So I said, email the office and the office gets the email and then they forward it to Robert. And then if Robert's out of the office for two days, it may take two days to get a response. Right. And then Robert emails back and then we get it. And then, you know, three or four days later, we got that answer. My new position now, I'm fully involved with, um, you know, homeowner interaction. Um, I do a lot of my selections through Builder Trend. Um, so, like, we're building a house in Normandy Beach right now. They live in Connecticut. And uh, we're building a house on the Jersey Shore. And we're literally doing, uh, Mike and I, who's, you know, literally, you know, we're parallel. And we're doing our selections through Builder Trend. So, they're doing everything remotely. Good. Um, I would say about 80%. Um, so now like the conversations are very easy to have, you know, if I have to have a conference with a homeowner, if I have to meet them on site, um, stone selections, tile, whatever I need to do. So I think it's better for Robert now because you can avoid a situation before a situation, you know, do you lose a lot of like FaceTime with, with clients that are, uh, you're building remotely for, um, I know we've done that a few times. Yeah. So I would say it's about 50, 50. Yeah. Um, we use a lot, we, we do a lot of three and four way conversations on our iPhones. You know, we keep adding people, um, and we do a lot of conversations that way. But as far as getting, you know, visually, we'll do a lot of FaceTime conversations. How does the, uh, social media aspect now you mentioned your, are you taking it over? Are you the social media guy for Manetti? I am. I've been doing it for um, almost two years. Yeah, you're doing a good job. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Doing a real good job of it. Yeah, you are doing good. Was that you? It's a lot of work. Was that you that kind of spearheaded that? Or was Robert like, "Ah, we need our social media presence here. uh, No, no, you can thank your boys. boys. You you can thank your boy, Dan Duvall. Dan. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Dan. What up, Dan? <laughs> so when you guys came out to visit in Jersey, um, I kind of, you know, was on the bus ride and, you know, was with Rob, uh, Robert's, you know, assistant. And uh, we kind of went to the projects and apparently, you know, Dan said, you got it all wrong. He's your guy. <laughs> so Robert called me up and, you know, I, my, me and my wife were very uh, private. So we both don't have social media still to this day. Good for you. So I keep my social media Good. fully at work. Yep. And um, he told me he wanted me to do it, and he said, uh, I, "I don't, I don't know how we'll we'll do it, but I want you to do it. So let's figure it out." And I literally had to go to my 16 year old son and say, "How do I sign in?" <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a 17 year old and I have a 15 year old. So the two of them. Um, with social media, they, they assisted me with getting up and running. And then again, I mean, I didn't know how to make a reel. I didn't know any of that stuff. So I didn't go to any social media classes. Um, I asked them for a list of the builder 20 guys, which, you know, green side, I got to tell you, man, the, the, the poster next level, um, hmm. Jamie, you're, you're, you're the, the funniest, uh, interesting post. I mean, so I took Especially the everything ones about I saw the from the builder. <laughs> I've, been quiet. I've been quiet lately. Well, the, lo- the lost dog, the driving in the classic car. You got to show a little bit of the real. Yep. It's got to be real. So I just took whatever I saw from, 
you know, everybody else that was there and started to tag his people. I always call them his people because, you know, you guys are a unit as far as I'm concerned. I feel yep. like that Builder 20 group, I learned that, you know, that's an inseparable group. So I took, um, I think we had about somewhere around a thousand followers a year and a half ago. And I think we're up to like 24 and change. You know, we didn't buy any, you know, Robert's old school. Don't like, do that. If someone's going to follow me, you know, Tell they're going to follow right. me. If they're not, right. they're not. Yeah, don't buy just, it. Just keep posting. It just takes one to hit. You'll hit yep. some video somewhere with some info that it'll just go viral. And you'll you'll pick yep. them up. Yeah. Don't cheat. Stay yep. the course. We're not, you know. <laughs> no, no. No, I know you guys aren't, but don't cheat. So you mentioned that it's competitive over there in Jersey. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like you, you, you put Minetti in the upper upper tier. What makes you yep, guys the upper tier? Um, just what we deliver. You know, um, the uh, the perception of of what Minetti Homes brings to the table. I would say, in my opinion, there's probably three or four companies that could deliver what we deliver, um, but not in the fashion that we deliver. Like you know, Minetti always says, "There's love. There's love." You know, there, you know, Robert truly cares about what he business. does. So it's a family business. Yeah. Yep. So like he'll walk through a house and, you know, if a homeowner, I mean, a perfect example, we're doing a house now on the Bay and, you know, before Robert went on vacation, we're reviewing and he's like, so what's going on when you get to the top of the series, what's going there? And I said, oh, um, she's selecting an MDF painted cap. He goes, not doing it. She's got to have a stone cap. I don't want to see MDF there. My man. <laughs> yeah. Because that he just, you know, his vision is always quality and reputation. And, and you know, we always look for our portfolio. And yeah. yeah. And knows better, and so, that's the right problem. And didn't care. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Didn't care of what the homeowner wanted. I mean, he's very sensitive to what they want, but at the 100%. same time, he knows what's best. He knows what's best. I mean, yep. let's just face it. You know, a guy yep. been doing it that long. The guy was 100%. a boat builder. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So. No, that's that's. Crazy. So the competitiveness there is like, and I and I and again, I knew our reputation, but I really learned it when I got into the office because when you're bidding. You're bidding against these guys, you know, so it could be a $2,000, you know, deficit that we're, we're fighting against that we lose a project to. And you're just like, well, you know, we're better for, you know, like we're big in the builder trend and some guys use builder trend and some guys don't. And I feel like for us, that's a, that's an important sales feature because it's, it's big into, you know, for one, the job management and, you know, uh, getting the product to the job site, getting the information to the homeowner, getting the information from the vendor to builder trend to the field mm -hmm. is, you know, it, it's not, I'm not, it's, listen, it's not a, a flawless system, no. but anybody that uses it knows that, it, that that's, that, that's a great construction yep. software. And I feel like, you know, we've gotten jobs for that. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, the competitiveness in, in the bidding process is very difficult on Robertson. Very. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Part you're not time. bidding against 10 people. Yeah. You're not no, bidding against 10 people. You know, you're bidding against the same bunch of guys and we all know, I mean, you yeah. know, you, you get, you get plans sent to your office, you know, who's bidding the job. Yeah. That's right. You know? Yeah. So 100%. what portion, what portion of what you guys do is like, Brand new construction versus renovations or remodeling? Um, I would say maybe 75% new construction, 25% remodeling. Yeah. Um, and again, I mean, each has its own difficulties, but, you know, we're kind of, we do it all. Can do you it know, all, whatever yeah. comes up. What's and we don't even, like, you know, we said before our area was like, say, Brielle to Seaside Park. But, like, I did a job in Summit, which is North Jersey, which was nearly two hours away. Oh. We had to drive two hours a day. That's hard. Back and forth. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah, and we hard. did a, a monster rent. We did a, um, a massive addition on a house built in 1901 that we had to match, you know, the, the facade that was put on that house back then. You know, oh, so wow. you got to match the staggered siding yeah, and hard. the rustic look. And yeah. so that's know. a good topic. So being I've far got, away from home. I've got a far one coming up and I'm wondering how many of my subs are going to follow me. How many of your subs followed you up to that two hour drive? Did you have to find some new subs or 
So um, I would say about 80% of them followed us up there. Not bad. That's legit. Yeah. Robert's very loyal to all of his subcontractors. Some guys just physically couldn't do it, you know, right. because you take, well, you hard. know, two guys. Two hours, two hours is a lot. That's a that's it's a, a live. Yeah. But there's one thing that I'm not telling you. So not only is it two hours, it's in the middle of the summertime, and when you drive north, the Jersey Shore is south. So if you don't get on that parkway by two o'clock in the afternoon, bumper to bumper right. for hours to try to get to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So you're slammed in traffic. So it's, um, it's longer. That was the long. other challenge. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you left, so, you know, fortunately Robert would let us leave every day at three o'clock. We wouldn't get back traffic, into our right. area until five 30. But if you didn't get out of there by say like two o'clock on a Friday, you weren't getting home till six. Yeah. it's over. And that's just, that's too much. Know. That beats everybody up. So what do you think, Mike, you're going to take the job far away. How far is your job? It's, an hour and 15 minutes in good traffic. So I I'm, I'm, I want to take it. I'm going to take it. But uh, Cousin Johnny is against me. So. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if I'd take it. I would we'll see. seriously think about it personally. Just because that, that commute yeah, is I tough. Mean, remember, the, the trades are huge. Remember when uh, pulls, Matt was talking about no fear? Jobs. Who remember yep. when Matt was talking about no fear? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. fear. Yeah. So it's just a haul. Like you got to run out there. Well, you know, you I do part it. Of the reason I mean, part of the reason I want to do it is because you know we don't have project managers, right? We don't have superintendents because we are the superintendents. Yeah, you got to you got to show pony and a workhorse. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this workhorse. I kind of want to test the waters with uh, some supervision. Maybe get a superintendent or a project manager. So if I get a project far I mean, away that, like that, it's going to force my hand. I, you know, which mm. I could see that. Like I actually agree with that. That's kind of cool. Like that's a, that's new waters and that's a new hire and see how it works and try it out. We'll see. It's just an hour. Like even for us. Like I mean, and I'm spoiled. Like a lot of my work's real close. So if I have to go 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, this sucks. All our jobs are super close. <laughs> like our jobs are literally five minutes from each other. Like See, we're the same here. So that's yeah, how we so are too. It's like, yeah, it's this all is five minutes. So, and I just see how effectively you can manage all that when it's close. And as soon as they are out of range, like it becomes your stepchild. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, do you want to jam out tomorrow? for an hour and a half drive and then an hour and a half back to meet an HVAC guy to lay out some freaking registers. <laughs> like, like that's a lot of work, a lot of driving for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, you know, so it's funny you said HVAC guy, you know, because when we were up there, um, HVAC was a, a problem. Um, and we, we met a, um, another contractor up there, FMR contracting, um, Mateo, young guy, um came came to us super energetic and he was one of those like schooled contractors like mm -hmm. he knew the details this dude knew how to calculate he was younger he's younger <laughs> yeah. right so yeah, it was totally. like yeah. you're going to a job and he's like well you know well if you calculate this room and you have to put uh, you know a feed here and a feed here and a return here like this guy knew hvac and he blew us away and still to this day Anything we do outside of our box, he's involved in. Right. He's the guy. You know, so if we're up north, we call yeah. him up. I mean, he's, you know, no. you call him up and he's there. So and that I'm happy we, we built that relationship. Totally, totally. And I, like Mike's saying, you know, get out of your comfort zone and then meet new subs. And yep. maybe you find an HVAC guy that can lay himself out. And it limits yep. your your drive time, yeah. right? Even learn, then, even learn yourself. Like, so this is an out-of-state project. And I'm learning the different little things out of state that these guys do. Some of it I don't agree with, and some of it it's kind of cool. Right. Sure, sure. Like there's no conduit, no electrical conduit in the house, so I'm going to have to take yeah, some you guys are weird. that one. <laughs> wow. You guys are weird out there in Illinois. Yeah. All extension cords in the back behind the walls. I guess. Call <laughs> what you want, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, but you know what it comes down to, Mike? You know, my theory is back again, you know, let's let's rewind back to the beginning of the conversation is – that 
reputation. So when we were entering in the North Territory, Minetti Homes was known. We were known from the Jersey Shore. They visited our social media and our website. They saw who Robert was. It's the same with you. You're like Your presence is known. So if you're out of your comfort zone, they know when Greenside is in that territory who they're getting. You know, they're not yeah. getting, you know, just a basic person. Yeah, so they didn't ask you you're going to attract. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, you're going you're gonna to yeah. attract a, in my opinion, a better subcontractor kind of like we did. You know, it's like if you're yeah. going to bid a Minetti job, what, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to go and you're going to Google us. And you'll be like, Jesus, look what these guys are building. The same thing with you, yeah, right? For sure. 100%. Like you can't, you know, you can't be doing, you know. 800 square foot additions, HVAC, and then go bid a Minetti job. Don't work that way. Yeah, right. that's right. what's correct. Right. Yep. So You got to live up to the hype. And I think it's good that yes. you got your comfort zone, though. At least try it out. I mean, And maybe you find better subs who are more efficient and they don't need as much, I don't want to say leadership, but they don't need as much correspondence. And they could do I their don't, job. They're still going to need plan. it. They're still 100%, gonna need it. they're still going to need it. But then well, I guess the, the play is that you find somebody that could like, run that for you and be a that's, liaison that's, that's that lives an hour closer than you do right that's what i'm that's looking a phone for. call away it's too much if, you, if you're driving if you're spending a half a day in the car for the bullshit it's gonna be tough yeah it is that's gonna be tough i mean not saying you can't do it i know you can do it but that's gonna be a lot well, I'll start early. And Mike, have you ever had project start managers? Early. Have you have you always worked without project managers? Always. It's just me and John. So <laughs> the only advice I can give, in my opinion, is you know the treatment that you give somebody. So like Robert. Robert treats his people like he wants to be treated. So he feels, hey, I'm gonna I'm going to treat these guys. I'm going to, I'm going to give them everything they need to be successful. So all, all of our guys have the same treatment. So they're, they're given nice Minetti clothes. You know, if Robert's very caring to like, he's sensitive to like family. Um, he's sensitive to time, you know, obviously business is number one, but if he could do something to assist us, you know, that's important to an employee. So if you could treat somebody or, or you can, you know, and I, and I see that, you know, without even knowing Jamie's business, I know you're that guy. I know oh, that no. you're, you cater to people. hundred percent. Right. I mean, I could just see when I met you, I sat next to you. I said, this is a guy that cares about his workers. Yeah. hundred percent. So they're going to produce for you. Yep. So if you get a project manager, you know, like I've worked for people that treat you like an employee. And there's no value in your expertise. Right. Robert doesn't do that. He right. doesn't. He treats everybody like you're part of the Minetti team. We're it's a family. team. It's family. You know. So exactly. Which is hard to do. So, I don't know if that's a hard, good it's idea. Hard to, for, it's hard to fake that, and it's hard to really mean that. But I don't know if that's thing. a good idea for us thing. to treat someone like family, because the way John and I treat each other, you don't want to be part of that. <laughs> <laughs> now, and, and they're different models. They're different models, and it's it's you know. Not taking guys to buy in because I buy into the guys too. It's like it's 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 a two way street. Like it's hey, I'm taking care of you like family, but I expect you to take care of me like family. But it yep. can't be one way from either direction. Yeah. Like you have to be both ways. Well, that's but for correct. That's getting but back for to you, Mike, for like but for like managing a big job. Like I can't imagine like going out to meet an HVAC guy an hour and fifteen minutes away. Like hey, we're gonna get registers today, and then you get all the way there, and he's just like, hey, dude, uh, I don't know. Car accident can't make it because <laughs> yeah. you know, that shit happens, right? Yeah, well, and it's it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one. Like for me, I want somebody to like be out there. You know, I think that's a play. I, I, I for and it's just for me. Like I look at guys, you know, on Instagram, all these big builders, and there's a lot of them that I respect. Shout out to a a lot of them. They've been on our podcast before, and they run big work far away from the office. They do, yeah, but they have PMs that are sitting on them. Mm-hmm. Like they sit on them, and I just don't know how I could run. Could, I know it, the trouble that I, I run into trouble locally when all my jobs are within five minutes, and it's hard to keep it all up. I can't imagine driving an hour, hour and a half away. It can be done. It can be done. It's just For sure. you, you got to be sure. organized. Probably have They're to super find organized, more. which is kind of a cool thing too, because then you have to organize. Like it, it kind of steps up your game on all the other projects. Right? Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I can organize this one an hour away. Why don't I run my locals like this? 
right? So you so you you run stuff tight that way, but I just know what goes on, man. I just know how much. Hey, there's a deep freeze today. Who's turning the pumps on? <laughs> and you're flying, <laughs> right? and that, hey, that is not California. I'm talking about yeah. you there, kid. But yeah. you're flying yeah. up to freaking wherever you're going. I don't know where you're going, but <laughs> someplace cold. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like on Definitely. Sunday morning. It's like shit. So, and not saying you shouldn't take the job for that. I'm, I like, I totally get it. Like, don't get, you know me, I take a lot of work. But I just see that that's, that's the trouble I have. It's, is is keeping it manned up. Even I locally. Just, I need a few more things to complain about. So if I have that, just give me something to complain about. <laughs> oh, then you're set. You know what then I mean? You're set. Yeah, you're set. Then. <laughs> so yeah. I think you're, you're you're turning down the right road. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely are. So, yeah. Hey, right. you do you. I don't All know. Right. I'm like, what? 13 minutes away? Can't take your job. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I remember in the depths of the recession when the shit hit the fan and there was no work anywhere and you were just like, you would take anything. I remember just doing a totally. couple of stupid remodel jobs and I said to myself, you know what? For the rest of my life, I'm never going to turn down another job again. Fast forward Which, 15 years. Totally. And we're turning down jobs all the time. Totally. So, and, I, and I totally feel you. Imagine running a 40 man payroll, right? So you take, oh. uh, it's like for me, I take, I take all kinds of stupid shit. I'm like, oh yeah. And honestly, in this week, not to lie, I'm glad I took them because that little piddly shit feeds the company, feeds the payroll, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. a hassle and it's hard to manage. And it's like, fuck, how are we going to deal with this? But we get that's it done. A whole, get- that's a whole other animal. So it, head, it is, but, but it's the same off. thing. It's, it's, it's just more, it's more projects. You have more projects. You have, you need more leadership and like, you can only do so much like you got, I mean, you, you always tell, I don't know where you get the energy, Jamie. How do you deal with all this shit? I don't know where you get the energy, sir. <laughs> you're like, you're running all these projects yourself. And now you're talking about driving for two hours. <laughs> like, you're nuts. I mean, we do a lot of stuff as well. I mean, we've done, um, you know, one of Robert's friends, we've done like a couple we turn some attics into closets, you know, kind of building houses and doing that on the side, you know, running, running down the seaside, checking in on the contractors, going yeah. back into, you know, wall township. So well, you guys um, Robert's self-perform. pretty versed on. You guys self-perform. How, yeah. many, how many carpenters do you guys have on staff or, or employees? Um, we have, we have two, well, we have two project managers, a senior and a junior project manager. And then we have four, I would say um, we have two carpenters in training and then we have two carpenters. Right. Um, so we have a total of four Fair guys up. out in the field. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it, yeah, it's, so you, when it's you interesting have, because it's a payroll. It's a payroll. Yeah. You've got to keep, keep those, going. keep those guys busy. That's why the, like mm-hmm. you're talking about those yes. small jobs, they fill in yes. the gaps nicely. Right. I, yes. I couldn't stand having yeah. the pressure of trying to fill those gaps to keep men busy that's to me that's super intimidating and super uh, i'm struggling with it now i'm having a hard time with it now and it's because of the rain because we're we're punching out of a, a lot of big jobs we're punch out let's face it there's no real money in it right it's the end of the job you're just knickknacky shit yeah and then typically i'd have a big foundation frame or several going right to feed the payroll because that's those are bigger numbers but when it rains can't work those jobs right <laughs> So it, it it you get hindered like it just it gets real tight real fast, you know, and that's that's an issue. That is so to every, everybody's you know everybody talks about oh, you know a labor gap and we need we need it we we're going to the uh we're going to we need more employees or the subs don't have the right guys or or whatever it is. It's hard to keep that staff too. Like you can't keep yeah. The guy's rolling all year long because the guys need to work. They miss two or three days, especially in California. They miss two or three days. They're not paying rent. Yeah. Right? Or the Jersey Shore or Illinois. Like, yeah. It's expensive. I mean, like where we all work is expensive. <laughs> right? It is. And it's yeah, funny because we just, um, we, just, we just wrapped up a window job where Robert built the house. I'm going to say, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm hypothetically saying 18 years ago with Marvin Windows. We literally, all the windows were disintegrating on the ocean. 
So we just did all Anderson A series. Shout out to Anderson. Anderson with an E. Shout out to Anderson, Anderson with Windows. an E. Shout out to Anderson. Yep. Yep. And um, so we sized every single Anderson window to fit the or close to fit the Marvin opening. And that's where we housed our guys as we were, you know, right. a week here, two days here, a day here. And, um, you know, we kind of just had them inside and just installing windows. We had our AZAC contractors outside, you know, as we did five windows, they came right behind us and closed them up and do another five windows. And nice. so it worked out really, really well. Yeah. And again, Robert is always, you know, Robert doesn't say no to much of anything in my opinion. Um, we're always Same. open to, yeah. right. You know, a railing, um, you know, a, a bin for garbage cans versus, you know, a garage, you it know, keeps, we're, it keeps we're your payroll, going. everything. It keeps your payroll going. It's very hard to manage that, execute that, like even a railing, like, Hey, Jamie, we have a railing that's bad and we want to do e-pay. We want this miter and this and that. Well, that's a meeting and that's management and that's sending your driver to get, pick that stuff up. And it's a lot to it. So those, those moving parts. But if I don't have those things coming into the company, I can't keep yeah. this size crew. Yeah. And I need this size crew when the spring comes and we're asses and elbows doing freaking retaining walls and framing shit and all the stuff that we do do. But um, it, it definitely gets tough in the winter. I'll tell you that. I've been struggling with it. Winter. Everybody busy. You guys don't have winter. winter. It's, raining, it's, raining right, it's raining right now. You, can, you, can't, you can't put bar in the mud. It's... Uh, it ain't cold, but it's wet, and it's it's just it's just, like, it's just slow. It sucks. Yeah, but then you know what happens is, you know, you you face a situation when you're running. So we had all our stuff planned out. So Robert had, you know, right. we were wrapping up our our two jobs down south. Uh, we had a basement that was a complete basement. We're currently on right now. I was just on it today, and you know, the architect drew the plans for the drawing. And, you know, we go there and it turns out that the plans that he shows shows all the drop beams that are existing. They want flush. What does that mean? <laughs> that's big. That's big. So now Robert yeah, big. did. Um, exactly. Yeah. Robert did a monster renovation on this house, you know, maybe five years ago. So the floors are perfect. The pocket doors are perfect. The kitchen's right. perfect. So not only do you got to take every structural member out of this basement ceiling, now you got to support it perfectly. <laughs> then, <laughs> then who's when we get the plans who's, back, who's, who's running that? You guys get the job? Oh, uh, I've been on the job. Yeah, I've been You've I've been, been running it with Mike. How much does that um, job suck? I have. <laughs> it's um, that's a hard job. It, you that's know, hard. believe it or not, it's it's more intense than a new house. It's very 100%. intense because hundred percent. That's hard. That's hard. But wait. So now wait, you get these drawings. <laughs> yeah. You get these drawings and it's like, okay, well, you need 12 footings and they're 40 by 40. And you got an eight foot ceiling. Yep. So now. Yep. But wait. Get the shelves. How do you out. get the stuff down in the basement? Right? How do you get the stuff in the basement? So we had this bright idea to take where we're gonna put an egress window in and we cut a doorway in. And then we said, okay, if we cut a doorway in, how are we going to prevent the water from coming in? So we had our guys build a, a makeshift roof with some ice and water on it. Yeah, see. So it, it was this whole to-do just to get this job going. And the building department took a long time with our plans. Long story short, fast forward to this morning, we finally poured footings. Yep. And Good. the steel's ordered. We're about a week and a half out to steel. But that's where we were going to recruit our guys to get these walls framed, you know, because it's a big basement. It's got a kitchen. It's got bedrooms. It's got bathrooms, you know. So we can kind of, you know, get the guys out of the elements and get them into a basement. And it's Robert just playing this game of chess that he's teaching. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to move this guy here and then we got to jump back. And, you yeah. know, so my hat's off to Robert for managing that process. And, and so does, you know, who, he just so does, does it. So does Robert do like Monday morning quarterbacking? Like, Hey, I don't know. Joe's going here. Jim's going there. Or is that, that's, is that following no, you? That, that's all us, you know, that's, that's Mike and good. I, good. um, good, good, every good. day to day. And I would say maybe once a week, Robert will ask like, uh, where are the guys going today? You know, mm -hmm. who's doing what, uh, 
you know, how's 1312 look? And, you know, he'll ask, you know, and like, you know, and I do like probably a weekly report or every three day report with him. I'll sit in front of him. He has this beautiful office and I sit down in front of him and I hold my iPad up and he just goes and he has all of his little notes and he asked me line item by line item, you know, this is where we were last week. Where are we now? Well, if we're here, what's the next step? So before he left for vacation, I literally gave him all the current jobs and critical paths for them because for him, a critical path is the end and we all want to get to the end. So for him, that's all he needs. That's all he needs. This is the way it's going to be, Robert. That is fucking rad, (laughs) man. I think it's rad. So the, so the, so the, the future for Manetti construction looks bright. Looks like you guys got under, so under control so far. Uh, I think we do. Any any big, uh, not to like throw Manetti construction under the bus, but uh, have you dealt with any like major mishaps? You don't have to like anything specific, but have you like, what's your, I, listen, I go through fucking drama all the time. <laughs> Shit happens, right? We. Um. Yeah. I mean, so we dealt with um, a project in Seaside Park. Um, we did a, uh, the guest house that was very, very challenging. And this house had a, uh, a rooftop deck and on that rooftop deck had a set of salter stairs and the salter stairs went to another platform, which was where the sitting area was for, you know, they could literally sit on their roof and look at the ocean. And again, you know, since I've worked for Robert, we've never had a, we've built everything, had a roof. You know, with rafters and the water moved and, you know, so this had like a Yankee gutter system going around and, you know, an area for the water to shed. And um, we put the salter stairs in. I physically was there, you know, with guys putting them in and, you know, the paint started to flake off of the uh, salter stairs. So, again, you know, it's all under the Minetti umbrella. So we can't deliver a set of salter stairs that have paint flaking and it's powder coated, nor, nor you can't fix that in the field. Right. You know, so now, you know, let's rewind. Okay. So the Salter stairs are put in, then the TPO roof goes around that. Then the EPA floor system went around that. Uh. So now you got to take it out. So, um, we take it out. Salter sets and, you know, send us a whole new set of stairs. We put the brand new set in there. Gorgeous. And, you know, we get the TPO guy there. We cut around, we put everything back together. And, um, you know, now, you know, Robert's biggest, fear is water so mm-hmm. every northeast storm um all hands on it's we don't have to tell the guys we all go to different locations you go check this house you check this house right. a lot right. of our houses are oceanfront and they're getting beat up same yeah. same so yep. yep no it's a huge so it's, you know it's crazy yeah it keeps robert up at night because i mean he's got to worry about that well, what's so crazy is like you now, build a house and it, it holds for two three four five years and then year six Hey, we got a leak. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what do you yep. mean? It's crazy. The wind yeah, blows crazy. slightly different. So that's what happened with this. It's, it's just a coat. Like, yeah, when it's on the water, it is tough. Yep. Yeah. So, anybody, everybody, so then we put these new salter stairs in and nothing happens for months. Everything's fine. Right. We checked the house. Right. We got these beautiful white oak floors underneath and it's literally the salter stairs are above a kitchen. And then we get this nasty nor'easter. Yeah. And I went there to check the house and I got a little drip in the ceiling Yep. and I position myself and I'm looking at the window and it's, if I line this window up with that window, you look up and it's, that's where the salt the stairs are. Yep. So now yep. we go back into builder trend. We go into our photos. We're trying to find it out. And now we're looking at how could this possibly be? You know, we put everything back the way it was. Right. And turns out that and this is going to sound crazy so you may want to take this if you ever do salter stairs but um the way salter stairs are built they have a a cylinder on the bottom with a hole for drainage then you put your aluminum post in and then you literally like an erector set you put each step on the cylinder and then they have little um a lot of keys Yeah. yeah yeah and you put them on what was happening and, you know, through we did – we carried hoses and stuff all the way up to the roof, our guys, and we water tested. Each individual step that was placed on allowed driving water to get in the crack, run down the cylinder, come through the weep hole, and get into the house. Oh, fuck. So what we had to do is jack up each step three-sixteenths of an inch, silicone, drop it, 
jacket, silicone, drop it. Yeah. And we were able to repair that. And it's a flaw in, you know, Salter because in their direction still to this day, they don't say to seal in between because right. I don't think they thought that through. Like, think about it. So the normal rain will not get in that cylinder. Right. But, but, but the northeast rain but on the Jersey Shore. Rain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So a Salter stairs for me, the idiot, is just a circular stairs. Yes, it's a. Um, usually, we use them a lot outside to get up to like a you know second or third store deck on yep. the outside. Just yep. loops up, yep. and you can you know be cooking burgers and just go up to your second floor without going through your house. Got it. This one was able to get you through the lounge area on the rooftop deck to the sitting area to that rooftop deck. Cool. You know, it was just like you know a seven piece system, um, but it failed, and um, we were able to get by and. It worked out, happens, but I mean, again, you know, you the got, best, which happens, I just want to be clarified, which happens to the best of companies. Happens to everybody. But it happens to everybody. But the best companies come back and make it right. That's right. Yep. Right. That's right. So, well, Rob, yeah. Robert is yeah. like, he, he can, he, he just said he will not stop. I was just there no. two weeks ago. The house has been done. We're still going to check the house out. Hundred percent. He's he's all about checking it. It's like Mr. You know, I, try tell, I try to tell the guys we get bummed out. We we get callbacks, right? We have a leak. You have something. Something fails. Whether it's us or the manufacturer, whatever. But Ford and Dodge and Toyota, <laughs> huge companies, right? Reputable. They have callbacks, right? They have warranty issues. They have recalls. Yeah, it's part of the business, and it and it's not. That's the standard where like, oh, we'll just come back and fix it. Absolutely not. But it does happen. And it took me a long time to like figure that out. Like some things go wrong once in a while, whether it's us or the manufacturer, and we just got to go fix them. Yep. Yeah. It's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you're new. <laughs> but, well, it's like Mr. Buffett said. It comes down to it. It takes decades yep, to build I mean, a reputation, but it takes five minutes to ruin it. It sure does. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right, Matt. You're not going to escape. We got some this or that's for you. Uh-oh, I'm out of this one. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yep. All right. He's test, been ready. <laughs> test the waters or dive into the deep end? Dive into the deep end. All right. Weights or cardio? And if you don't say weights. Weights. Wait, you better say wait, For the people that can't see, he's built like Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. My man's a stud. <laughs> My man's a stud. I lift up weights and I put them down. <laughs> that's why that's why I named my bulldog Arnold. You know. <laughs> that's his name. That's oh, funny. Uh, All right. During a final walkthrough, would you rather the master shower leak into the room below or all the kitchen cabinets fall off the wall? Oof. I would rather the uh, master shower leak below. I think so too. Um, only because a, a shower system is pretty straightforward, and I, I think I'd be able Fix to figure that. out where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a drywall. I'm a drywall genius, so I could spackle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a good talent to quick. have. <clears throat> would you rather super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing? Um, super sensitive taste. Really? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> really like you thought about that. Here, here, yeah. Wouldn't you well, love to hear everything? Why. Well, I'm deaf as it is to begin with, so I would love to improve hearing. But my my wife will tell you that I hear everything. I'd be laying in bed, and I'm like, "Did you hear that? The, the neighbor's home." She's like, "What? <laughs> really? You heard that? I can hear everything." So you yeah, already have. I got a yeah. taste. All right. Would you rather have hands that kept growing as you got older or feet that kept growing as you got older? Oh. Um, I'm going to say feet that kept growing. All right. Because they know what they say about men with big feet, right? Okay. All right. Yep. All right. 100%. Book smarts right. or street smarts? I'm street smarts. I'm from... The tougher part of, of Jersey before I came to the shore. hundred percent because kids these days don't have street smarts. I, I agree with you hundred percent. hundred percent. Would you rather be reborn as a tree or an insect? 
an insect because there's a lot of people I'd like to shit on. <laughs> I, think, I think we just got our uh, little uh, herb. Your sizzle? <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, would you rather yeah. your shirts be always two sizes too big or one size too small? Oof. Um, I spent a lot of time at a gym, so I'm going to say one size too small. 100%. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> Would you rather have one nipple or two belly buttons? One nipple. <laughs> you know why? Because you work out, you lift up your shirt to wipe your face off. Two belly buttons is ridiculous. That's going I can hide two. I, can... See? I mean, if you think That's about just, these. It's weird. This is weird, dude. Would you rather speak in rhyming couplets for the rest of your life or communicate solely in interpretive dance? What the fuck? I'd rather rhyme. Uh, uh, Tupac. <laughs> I'd rather rhyme. All right, we're almost done. A few more. Would you rather have a personal theme song that plays every time you enter a room or have a laugh track accompany all of your conversations? I want a theme song, man. Theme song. Be ready to make cool, an entrance, right? right? Like John Cena. <laughs> da, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Would you rather have ears that can pick up Wi-Fi signals or a tongue that changes flavor preferences every hour? I'd rather they get Wi-Fi signals. You know, when you're in that area and you need to get some information, you need that information. There you go. All right. Last one. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Horse-sized duck. Hundred percent. I always say small dogs piss on big trees. So, again, fearless. Fearless. All right. All good answers, man. I believe every all single good. one. All solid. All solid. Well, we try and hold these things to an hour. You, you did good. Thanks yeah. for coming on. All right. I appreciate the uh, invite. Yeah, no, for sure, buddy. That was good. Tell everybody uh, where they can find you on social or your handle. or. Uh, you can find us at, at Built on Instagram, um, www.manettibuilt.net, um, our website, uh, or visit us in Point Pleasant Borough if you're down at the Jersey Shore, you know, yes, Bridge Avenue. Yes, sir. Peep us out. <laughs> Nicest check, office yeah. on the street. Yeah, check them out. Check them out. Manetti built. Definitely check, check them out on Instagram. A yeah. big shout out no to legit. Robert. He better be listening to this when it comes out. <laughs> Make sure he is. And that'll do it. All right, Matt. All right. Thank you guys for everything. Take it easy.